<laughs> who added glorious and benevolent GM to the die roller? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever did that is clearly going for the truthiness uh, persona award. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday Skypers. Burning Beards. So, John, uh, I was hoping to have you help me remember what uh, Ulfkill was doing last time. I was hoping you'd do the same thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I stayed behind or went with the group. Because, as I remember it, Fandral and, Fl- Fandral and Slate were going down this rope, and Flint had jumped off already and was on his way to like get the arbalest down in the watery cavern. I don't rem- I don't think you were with. Yeah, I'm not with the group. Yeah, you're. I'm back. I guess I'm back there just uh, harassing the apprentices. Uh, maybe you should r- write something additional, like uh, refine an additional belief or change an additional belief, so you have something besides the brew to <sighs> leap at in case, right? Hmm. So if we end up, you know, playing just one scene of, of um, barrel taste bettering. That's then right. you still have something to go for. Well, you know, we're we're you know we were talking about being almost there. Yeah, you know, we're actually in the suburbs now. Yes, maybe reopen the breweries Scoria Deep by scouting out the lesser breweries outside of Scoria. And me and some apprentices get together and we head in and we're going to look for one of the lesser breweries that weren't weren't in Scoria proper. Okay, why? Well, for one thing, they may they may have so not all ingredients are, are not all dwarf beer ingredients are are that are that weak that they die off in only a century or so. Besides, we may also want to see if they have any intact mash tons or brewing or brewing vessels or ferment- for brewing supplies in outer in outer suburbs. Okay. Outer score, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel a little dirty calling them suburbs, but yeah. In the, in the outer galleries. That's what you call them anyway. Sure, sure, sure. I'm just seeing this sort of uh, idyllic moment in dwarven the history. Soccer dwarves? Yeah, soccer dwarves in, in, in peaceful Scoria <laughs> suburbia. <laughs> there we go. With great uh, mm-hmm. SUV wagons and um, <laughs> so forth. Oh, yes, I got my belief written. I will reopen the breweries of Scoria Deep and scrounge for brewing supplies in the outer galleries. There we go. Now is a proper sentence. Well, I guess we should should resolve the the little cliffhanger in the cave. So we're in cliffhanger. We are in the. (laughs) You're hanging off a little cliff, yes, two of you. All right. So uh, in the deep dungeons, night in the in the dark uh, 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 under twisty tunnels adjacent to Scoria. In the uh, watery cavern kind of basin place where the the now turned to a trickle kind of subterranean river has uh, has um, pooled, where you're now uh, making your way down uh, to reach the arbalest, and a uh, great shadow appeared in in the deep water that um, yeah reaches for the stony sh- the black stone sharp stone shore where Flint is now scrambling to get to the arbalest. I, I, Yes. While yes, yes, yes. Sandral and Slate are dangling from the rope still, noticing this possible monstrosity. In the sinister grotto. <laughs> yes. How big is this thing, like, by guesstimate? It's tough to tell underwater, but it's certainly uh, very large. 
Bigger than a bread box? <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what you mean by very large. You mean like elephant large or horse large? It, it could be elephant large, depending on the elephant. Which <laughs> doesn't help at all. Okay. Um, it's not a baby elephant, okay? Okay, it's a big elephant. Am I on, uh, on top of the rope or am I on the bottom of the rope? I, I, I would imagine that Fandral's down last, uh, so he's more toward the top. Uh, and you are dangling in the middle, and Flint is, has just dropped off down onto the rocks, and he can see the arbalest. That's that's when all of you see the the great shadow sweeping up from the deeps, from further away into the darkness. Can I get Fandral's attention? I mean, if he's not doing? already paying attention. Get his attention. No, it's my attention. You can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have anything I can throw <laughs> without letting go of the rope? Flint. So, Flint, there's a, a great big hulking shadow appearing in the water and, and approaching the shore. Uh, the arbalest is lying uh, some ways away from you. Well, that's why we, we run on our stubby dwarf legs. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully we'll, we'll time this where I get to the arbalest and out of harm's way before I, I get consumed. This sounds this sounds like a speed versus test between you and the mysterious creature. And coincidentally, yes, it does. If you fail, you are going to not get to the um, arbalest before uh, you are cut off. Uh, if you succeed, you get the arbalest, and then I guess we make for the safety of the other dwarves. Yeah, or something. Relative safety. Just, just hope it's not the watcher in the lake. Well. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know, it's a nice, snuggly teddy bear, which would actually be kind of creepy, too. But that's our story. You see a little teddy bear, but he displaces the size of a plesiosaur. Uh, I, I guess I should ask you, what, what do you want? I mean, uh, you want to get to the arbalest, I guess. Absolutely. I want to fetch, the, you know, scoop up the arbalest and get out of harm's way. All right. So if you succeed in, in this little speed test, then that's what you do. And if you fail, you're cut off and you don't have the arbalest. And then interesting things might happen. Absolutely. So pick up your speed dies, please. Okay. It looks like I have four of those. I have, well, I, it might be too early in the session to spend persona. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, are uh, you're testing against a B5. Ooh, Okay. I guess we'll just leave it to fate because I do need a difficult or challenging role to uh, help with my uh, speed. I have two successes, so that's a nice even break. Six, six. Oh, I thought I had the la last six. Oh, well. So that's three successes on my side. So, um, haha. Flint, record a difficult uh, speed test. Yeah, too bad it wasn't a successful one, but uh, we'll take what we that can get. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, so you're you're racing across uh, the the sharp black stones uh, that are are kind of piled in uh, hindering cumuli uh, along the shore. They kind of make up the shore, mm -hmm. uh, and and you know there's the grind of your boots uh, as they they you know slip on the slick stones. And before you can reach the arbalest, this great shadowy shape hurls itself out of the water, half out of the water, and uh, much to your dismay, a veritable hedge of uh, tentacly things cast themselves in your path and are sort of turning and swirling and, and um, reaching for you. What are the rest of you dwarves doing, dangling in the, in the 
actually, uh, how about you, all of you, make a steel test? <laughs> you're, just you're, you're standing and drooling at the sight of this monstrosity. Oh, look, it's eating flint. Wow, look at the choppers <laughs> on that guy. <laughs> what is my steel? My steel. Is seven, it just our hesitation, then? Yes, seven. Yes, just your, your hesitation, no fancy yeah. So I get seven dice. I just I equaled my hesitation. Then you are not hesitating. Excellent. It is 76, right? Since my steel is seven. Yes. Uh, they are also okay. open-ended by default, so if you roll sixes, please re-roll them. So we got three successes and four successes. And your hesitation, unless you have some fancy trait, I'm pretty sure you don't, is... I'm uh, pretty sure I don't, yeah. Ten minus your will. My will is five. Okay, so uh, you are hesitating for one action. Would you like to stand and drool, run screaming, fall prone and beg for mercy, uh, or swoon? Ooh, swoon's good. What, then you yeah, I'll swoon. Not, not if you're hanging on the rope. Quiet. I'll swoon. <laughs> I saw her that as I spoon. But okay. So swoon, <laughs> swoon, swoon, not spoon. He'll be doing that later. Swoon. <laughs> Oh, 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 that's great. All right. Um, Swoon. You know what? Slate, uh, give me an ob to give me an ob to speed test to not land on your head. Okay. That's 44. There we go. I'm sorry, Fandral. There's no commanding people out of swoons. Well, since it's for one action, it would take me an action to command. So Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Three successes, I believe that is. Uh, but it was an ob two. So uh, you yep. land on your feet and you sort of crumple. And mm-hmm. yeah, you don't hurt yourself in the fall. That is a good thing. <laughs> yes. I'm you trying to be having Flint uh, test his steel as well, because you're right on top of it. Steel. <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, I didn't have to look at that. I was already in the thick of it. Okay. Wait a minute. If, who's under me? Who was under me? Or am I the... Nobody, nobody since, nobody. since Flint was uh, gunning it for the, the Arbalest. Flint, okay. So. with his steel will, says, Ah, I've seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> five for five on successes. What's your hesitation, right. though? Oh, well, then we're not going to necessarily talk about that. <laughs> it's probably six, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll find out for sure. Hold on. The die roll is mighty. I don't know if... I have a will of well, four. Yeah, that means that you're hesitating for one action. Would you like to stand and drool? Fall beg and prone for uh, a little fall prone and beg fall beg and prone for mercy. <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, uh, can we just slide to a stop throwing gravel? <laughs> Does that fall under stand and drool? Sure, sure. If if uh, it's a moment of you not doing anything in particular, if it's just yes, you know yes. riding to a halt and whoa, it's like I was going to run into that. <laughs> Great. Okay, yes. One round of, but you know, I I still have my nerve. I mean, I roll very well. I'd like to think that uh, I, I meant to do that. All right. The the hedge like uh, great big tentacles close around you. Fandral, your your men around you, the scouts, they're just standing there, wide eyed, drooling. Well, I will uh, attempt to leap into action then, trying not to land on. Uh Slate's head. <laughs> that would be a good idea, yeah. Or any part aim, of Slate. Aim for, the, aim for the squishy parts in the middle, sir. <laughs> yes. I'll try to with a mal- mighty jump off him cry. and uh, hurl a throwing axe at this tentacle beast. 
Sounds sounds excellent. Okay, so uh, you drop down and you hurl the axe. What do you want to accomplish with your axe hurling? Hopefully, the pain will dissuade it from making off with Flint and possibly make it uh, go away. <laughs> okay. Uh, do a grievous injury. Let's pick like something specific. It, it has flint in in its tentacles. You could you could free him. You could try to hit something vital so it like you said it, it's dissuaded and goes away. Yes, I would look at your beliefs. It. What did you write about flint? Because if you hit it in s- somewhere vital, it might you know dive down and take flint with it. Ensure he is not killed by the cave beast. <laughs> well, it's like a minor uh, drowning. He doesn't have to die from it. Just I a little bit of drowning. Chop. If I hit a tentacle, that'd be likely enough that it won't be able to get a firm grasp on him. Sure. I mean, uh, this is as it is, as it is now. It's just a versus test. So, so what what would you like to accomplish? Would you like for it to release its hold on Flint? Sure. Let's go. With okay. That. Let's do that. Uh, and if you don't, you are going to cause a nerve reaction that tightens the hold on Flint instead. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is going to be... Uh, let's make it an ob 2 throwing test. I must inform you, Flint, that my throwing is one of my weakest skills. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any, any forks or anything that you could uh, work in? Probably not. Large target? That's a fork, uh, You right? have axe. You, you could fork an axe. All right. We'll fork an axe. So do you know which end to throw? Excellent. <laughs> fork an axe, and we'll throw a persona. Cool. Thank okay. you. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh. And we'll spend a fate. Because <laughs> yeah. I got a six as my only success. Oh, okay. There's another success, so two successes. All right. All right. Excellent. That's a routine throwing test. Uh, and yeah, you, so the axe goes uh, swishing end over end, uh, lops off one of the tentacles, and it sort of uh, pulls itself back, kind of like one of the the eye stalks of a snail, spurting blood uh, all over Flint. And the rest of the tentacles sort of release their hold and, and begin to uh, whip about. And, and a good uh, like half of, of the half of the monster that was on on shore uh, retreat a bit. Or retreat back into the water, and there's you know froth and 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 um, and foam and blood and stuff. Uh, Flint and Slate are back in action while the other dwarves are still hesitating. This seems like a good time to use my axe to discourage this tentacular horror. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're just going to hack at tentacles and generally convince the thing to go back into the water. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be the big damn hero here. Okay. Uh, since three of you are not hesitating, I guess you could help each other if you want to do. If you want to, like, make a concerted effort to drive it back into the water. Certainly, I'll charge axe swinging. Cool. Yeah, side by side, axe in hand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's Slate doing? Waking up. I'm trying to think of if I gave him a weapon. I did. Oh, come on. You you could always, you know... Uh, yeah, look at the sheet. Up. <laughs> I, I think I have a weapon. I think I have a weapon. I'm, I'm not sure. sure. You, you can always improvise a scalpel. You know? yeah, I'm pretty sure you don't have a weapon skill, but... Oh, um, shoot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, guess what? You get to open one up now. <laughs> well, can't help with that. 
No. Can I just t- throw my scalpel at the thing? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, uh, try to find try, like a try to find like a point where it's gonna hurt. You have many rocks about your head. Yeah, I do have many no. rocks about my feet. Can you yeah. use your anatomy skill to tell it where it's going to be most vulnerable that we can swing our axes at? That is an excellent suggestion, even though it's a strange monstrosity you've never seen. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not exactly dwarven or human or elven or any in. But I'm sure <laughs> you could make an educated guess, right? Yeah, I could guess, like, that's a leg or that's an arm, but... Uh, that's a pseudopod! Okay. <laughs> that's a... That's a part of an anatomy that doesn't exist. Go for that. Go for that. The big puppy fleshy thing is the body. Uh, okay. Um. What is clear that I could throw at? I mean, we could just say that flavor-wise, you're totally pelting it with with stones, and in the process, you're you're shouting at them to go for certain areas, like uh, like uh, hit higher up on the aim for the eye stalks. <laughs> it's even got eye stalks. Does Go for the maw. <laughs> Does now. <laughs> Go for the for the lower fleshy bit. Uh, since since uh, Flint more or less uh, instigated the whole thing, let's have Flint uh, test and uh, Fandral and Slate are helping Flint. Okie dokie. So that one anatomy die from Slate, and I think two uh, axe dies from your prince. He's just downright dangerous, isn't he? <laughs> Let's see. One, two, th- got four successes and a couple of sixes. We'll gladly throw a uh, fate point at that if that's applicable. Sure. And another six. Oh, uh, I'm I'm uh, a and, terrible. And another GM. six. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. Okay. So yeah, that was actually really impressive. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight successes. Are you still testing, or what? Uh, 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 we're, we're done. So, what was this number you're supposed to roll against? Oh, uh, well, irregardless, it was heroic. <laughs> I see it yeah, rolls uh, five die for each of its tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, maybe that's a good. Maybe that's a good point. It's, it should be a versus test. I hadn't gotten that far yet. Sorry, <laughs> jump the gun. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. Five brawling dice. Oh, and one success. <laughs> so Calamari <that> is, tonight! <laughs> that, that, that is a routine test for everyone. It's a routine anatomy test. It's a routine axe test for the rest of you. Of course, for I think for both Flint and Fandral, the routine test doesn't count because you are both at five or higher. Uh, the intent was to drive it back into the, the deep. So uh, you, you hack away uh, and... Fairly quickly, with the aid of, uh, of Slate, you find the the right spots to, to strike at, uh, and it bubbles and froths and makes strange elephantine kind of noises inexplicably, but sort of uh, in a in a watery, bubbly kind of way. And Sub- subsonic <laughs> growling. <laughs> I just imagine that Flint is a bloody horrific sight. Yes. Oh, and the echo of its its defeat. Roar kind of it still echoes throughout the um, the caverns, and yes, of course you are a mess. Uh, you're a mess of slime under under pool slime from being gripped. I believe I was hosed with blood or something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to polish off that arbalest before handing it over. <laughs> I, I can see it now. Slate and Flint are just covered in ichor, 
And there's Flandrel just staying there, completely untouched. <laughs> Must be the prince. <laughs> <laughs> With his arms crossed, shaking his head. <laughs> Clean yourself up there, Flint. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see, I, I could totally imagine Flint like grabbing a handful of water and rubbing it on his face. Okay, let's go. Uh, right they're about getting... now, the, the, the rest of the dwarves are coming too, and they're like, <gasps> they're just a medley of, of murmurings and and uh, babbling accolades for, you know, you brave three. Which you're gopping <laughs> like you've never seen a tentacled beast from below before. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we carefully pick up the arbalest and we wipe off the, uh, the worst of the uh, elements that have been splattered over it. Hand that over to Slate. Well, keep this for safe uh, keeping. Uh, I, I need to clean up. Clean up, huh? Yeah. Just, and, and, uh, no, well, you're probably okay with a gore-infested crossbow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I am. I am. I mean, I can run it in the water and get the gore off of it. It's a crossbow. You Dunk it. <laughs> don't don't dunk forget, it. don't forget that water is full of well, ichor and blood and bits. Oh yeah, uh, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> I can. I'll just dip it here. It'll be fine, sir. <laughs> do I have splash, splash. Wipe off. I see that. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm sure you have some stuff vaguely or tangentially related to your like first aid supplies. Oh, uh, rags just these bandages. <laughs> we won't need them. <laughs> <laughs> I will just kind of use a strap of my pack to just kind of wipe it off. <laughs> just scrape it. It's <laughs> best I can, okay? So it's not like. I'm just thinking of that motion like you would when you're shaving and, and getting the foam off. It's just like, and then you flick the razor. <laughs> just. So her crossbow may come back in multiple colors. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> well, that was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but uh, if we look where the overflow of the lake is, we see that it's heading downstream. And I believe it, we that's the direction we need to go. Yes. All right. Onward. The rest. I, I just imagine that we're going very carefully around the edge of the lake on the lookout for anything that breaks the surface. I, I can just imagine, you know, the, the troop of dwarves, you know, on, on the stony shores of this subterranean lake, you know, just, you know, they're supposed to be looking forward, but everyone's always nervously looking at the waters, which, <laughs> which have now become, you know, uh, still now that the thrashing has, has subsided. It's a great black mirror where your lamp lights are reflected. Yes. Yes. Very cinematic. <laughs> well, th- that, that's the way I play my RPGs. Yeah, this is like, I, I, I'm a director in my own head. So, yeah, I, I set up the establishing shots and, you know, where's my dolly? Ah! <laughs> so, did, was Fandral about to say something? Uh, like a command or something? I think I just said, uh, alright, let's go. Okay, you make uh, further um, inroads, I guess. Yes, we're, we're we're navigating. You know, we're we're, we're following the, the tunnel. A, a natural source of water like this would never have been abandoned by uh, the residents of Scoria, except, of course, there was a monster back then too. But <laughs> I'm assuming that it took up residence a, a, a after the dwarves left. You, you probably also find little like scrolls on the the cave walls that appear to be goblin markings. <laughs> 
you're still kind of following, you know, uh, uh, tying back to the test you did last time uh, oh, about following the the, the detritus of, of the, Absolutely. the goblins. Look, you could see where they uh, traveled away from the shore. Yes. <laughs> Far away from the shore as they possibly could. Honestly, at this point, I don't blame them. So back in camp. Yep. yep. Uh, oh, what was that sound we just heard? Oh, yeah. There's a very faint sort of only more monstrous, you know, yeah. echoing throughout the caverns. Anyway, yes, I'm I'm basically got pots and pans set out with beer in them and busy, you know, doing little tiny test batches trying to figure out what tastes the best. All right. So, uh, do you have any help in this endeavor, or are you doing it like on the sly, all on your own? No, nah, I'm 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 quite open what I'm doing. You know, I'm I'm bringing princes over and yelling at them and saying more more heat more heat over here. I need to get this a little bit hotter, but not too hot. We don't boil the alcohol out. So there's a short brawny little uh, apprentice running over with a bellows like. <laughs> I get the impression this is your teaching style. Yes, so when they do it wrong, then you shout at them and hit them with the paddle. Got <laughs> to give him a name now. Murtaugh. Murtaugh. No, 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 no. Back off in the heat. Back off on the heat. Well, you said you said more heat. Yes, but not that much heat. You got to get just right. We just want all right, sauce. all right, all right. He starts fanning the bellows instead, like using the bellows as a fan to sort of um, get the heat away in some half-assed way. <laughs> You're just making it harder doing that. Just, just stop. Just stop. Let, let, <laughs> let the coals die, die down a little bit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Come here, come here. Look at this. Look at this. See, see, see how that's just like a stew. We want just a slight little bubbling, like just like that. Ma never t- <laughs> taught me cook. Uh, neither did mine, but you have to learn. <laughs> I take a little cup and dip it in there and take a sniff and sip. Here, what do you think? He peers at it as if he's looking at a... Like he's looking down a cup full of runes for divination, right? Don't burn your brain on it. Just take a sip and see if it tastes good. That's all you're doing. I, I guess we could we could uh, see... We could, we could make this the... Um, the see test? how well you did kind of test. Ah. Right? So, make a test. Uh, see, you got me, got me brewing skills. I got my, uh, beer wise. Oh, it's gonna be a brewing, so it's gonna be a B3. So I got three. I got beer wise five. Is that enough for two dice? I wonder if more beer wise test or, uh, I mean, you're not technically brewing. You're no, fixed. I'm, I'm, alright, so we beer wise. And but I'm not, brewing. you know, I'm not myself versed much in brewing processes, so uh, I mean, it, it, okay. As as a person who actually has done, has actually done this, uh, it's more of a brewing. Uh, so I would say it's be a brewing test. All right, but I would fork in my beer wise. One a few times, I can legitimately say I also can fork in beer appraisal. Oh, okay. Maybe this is more, you know, if you start tasting a beer and yeah, to figure yeah. out what it's like, that that's beer appraisal. Yeah, but I'll, I'll allow fork. Why not? That seems right. appropriate. So that gets me up to six dice. Anything else can I toss in there? Nah, that's pretty much it. So this is going to be one of those graduated tests to see how well I roll. No, oh, no, no. Oh. This is I have definitely a, I have a, an intent. You want to recreate the recipe with the resources you had on hand. And I'll say I'll, I'll say that's a four. That's an ob right. four to get it completely right. If you if you succeed, you you get it right, and you're going to impress people. But if you get it wrong, you're going to need slate to fix your dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I already tasted it. The precise nature of the brewing 
of the process of getting it this combination just right means if you overbrew it or underbrew it, it'll have some unpleasant consequences. Possibly just taste-wise, but also health-wise. But this is why I'm only doing a small batch. I'm not going to spoil the whole pot. So this is a case where I think burning a persona is worth worth my while. So it gives me up to seven dice. Seven versus four. One, two, four. Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so Murtaugh takes a sip, and then he sort of smacks his lips a little, and and his mouth. (laughs) This is good. This, this is really good, Ulfkel. Mm. Um, it's almost like bear's brew. Almost. Mm. He holds so, it out I, again I, for more. Yeah, I take a little, another little dip and pour it into his cup. I pour it more in my cup. We both drink, drink deeply, and we're going. Then I look down my, at my at my uh, little blackboard. I had some slates laid out with, with chalk marks, everything of, of, of the process of elimination, and going, now we got to scale this up. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should totally learn, uh, leave to your apprentices while you go do adventure stuff, I guess. Since Murtog was here, you know, I hit Murtog in the shoulder and said, okay, here's what you need to do. <laughs> and I can see his eyes go round. <laughs> this will be a, a difficult uh, rune script test for, uh, for Murtog to figure out what you've, <laughs> what you've illustrated. If I know um, he has a hard time reading, I'll, I'll put pinch up everything I did by each one of the little number, each one of those. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> perfect illustration. Yeah. Right, he nods and gets to work. And, so. and grabs a, a bunch of your apprentices who are not, you know, uh, the adventurous kind. Help him out. So uh, I go tap a couple of the uh, uh, the more bronze and brain types. <laughs> <laughs> These are like the slow dwarves in, in, in your apprentice group, like the, the guy with the lazy eye, uh, you know, the, the tall guy with the buck teeth who, who's he's always scratching at that sort of sore at his, at his neck. Uh, the guy with the flies. Inexplicably, there are flies under the earth because wherever he goes, there are flies. He's kind of the pig pen, I guess, of the dwarves. <laughs> so yeah, I'll put, I get those three. So yeah, now I got now I got these guys down. Just at least the descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy uh, slow, Rudy slow eye. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- you should do the the, the talking stuff. So one is beefy and one is beefy and or something like that. So your buck tooth guy is uh... Nash overbite. <laughs> Kim, K H I with the little hat, M. Keem. 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 Okay. Oh, it'd be a nasty, nasty appellation. Kim the bottle opener. Because he's got buck teeth. His brews are atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's got buck teeth you can open bottles with. Oh, the bottle opener. I thought, he, I thought you I, said the bottle opener. So did I. It's like, <laughs> ew. <laughs> oh, here we go. Froar. Uh, just froar. You know, no, no appellation for him. <laughs> so, so yeah, Rudy, Rudy, Kaim, and Fror pick up uh, their tools. They, I don't, they probably have hammers. We all come from the same, same sort of background, so we're more familiar with hammers than we are with axes. Because you're yeah. fixing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, get a small little, small little pony keg and uh, strap in the back of uh, Kim. He's the biggest one. And head on out to the, uh, follow the, the main tunnels and see where, and see where we can, uh, we can try to track down a brewery or something out there in the in the outer galleries. Okay. Can, can uh, I po- I po- I'd like to pose a devious idea. Sure. Ulfkel, you would be much more successful if you were to borrow some of the prince's maps. <laughs> <laughs> no! I have a better idea. 
before we go, we, we, we stop over by the scout encampment and say, hey, we need we need someone to take us in the galleries. We'll borrow one of your scouts. Hey! <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask, because uh, I don't remember, uh, you brought some scouts with you to look for the missing ones. You definitely brought Ty, because you wanted him with to sort of get back his courage, I think. Yes, and uh, I believe we were talking uh, about Frumi as well. Okay. So for scouts, we have Frumi and Ty. We're definitely going to entice them with, with some beer to come follow us, to come help us fi- you know, find a brewery. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you get to the scout encampment, uh, or yeah. you know, their little part of it. Uh, the yeah. Scully is there. You know, He walks up to you and goes, well, well what do you think you're doing? Well, we, we need more brewing equipment. So we were thinking about going into the galleries, the outer galleries, and looking for a... Uh, an old brewery and see if they have anything we can we can salvage. Are you out of your mind? We just fought a bunch of goblins. They're everywhere in the tunnels. Roars said that no one is leaving until Fandral gets back. <laughs> I turn Kim around and pour up a flag and hand it off to Scully. No, we only have so much and we need to brew a lot more. And I need more equipment. Otherwise, you'll be on short rations. Better to be on short rations than short dwarves. And especially brewers. Look, we can't just risk you. That's not happening. I pour myself one, drink it back. Come on. You want to be on short rations? This sounds like coarse persuasion or something. Come on. You don't want to be on short rations, do you? (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) So can he leverage someone else's greed? Leverage someone else's greed? No, 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 no. Uh, Oh, I mean, he could could play to someone's uh, weakness. I'd give him advantages for that, but... uh, He's not teetotaler, but he's also not one of those dwarves that, you know, if it was Roar, I'd probably get a whole bunch of people with me with Roar. The scouts are more sober than, than that. Well, would this, so would this be a, uh, versus test? This is against his will of four to so get him would, to, to either go with you himself or, or assign you someone. Yeah. So I'm trying to play him with beer, at least letting him know that this is what he's going to be missing if he doesn't help me. Uh, I'll, I'll give you uh, an advantage to die for having concrete rewards in yes. hand, so to speak. But also, I'm also going to raise the obstacle to five because this is a, a kind of a specific situation. Roar has mm. put his foot down. Can't use foraging. Really, does it, this does not use beer-wise. It depends a lot on how you're uh, putting it. If you're saying, I know my way around tunnels, and I know precisely what I'm looking for, and uh, I then I can let you, you know, work in foraging. And us brewers, we're, we're quite a lot. We're not going to be noisy and, and, and draw attention to ourselves. Falsehood? <laughs> 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 so is lying a skill? I got yes, falsehood yes. opened open up, too, as a learning skill. <laughs> it's not opened up. It's, you're still opening it. So, but, so that uh, means it can't help you, or, or you can't fork it. This isn't really about falsehood. You're 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 in, mm-hmm. you're assuring mm-hmm. him that you can take care of um, stuff. Oh, in that case, I'll I'll you know hold you know reach up and pull out my hammer and said, and if trouble comes in place, I know how to fight and use my and and show him uh, show off my hammer. It's not dwarf made, but still, it's a hammer. <laughs> That's a bit reaching, though. I'm not going to give you a fork for that. So the best I can do is at least match. Which is five. All right. So, uh, before you test, if you succeed, you you get a choice. You can you can you can argue for him following you uh, into the tunnels, or or for uh, him to spare someone. If you fail, on the other hand, 
he okay. is going to keep an eye out. You know, he's going to say a flat no, and uh, he's going to double, like, have people keep an eye on you so you don't break. Basically, frog mar- frog march me back to the brewers, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be extra tough to actually get away from them uh, if you fail. Uh, I got three persona left. You know, I'm going to burn two, so I'll have a total of seven dice. One, two, three, four, and one's a six. So, yep, burn a fate and re-roll that six. And it's a six. <laughs> re-roll that one again. Okay, so I got one, two, three, four, and five again. No, five, yes. I matched again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, dragging along a nameless scout is not a good idea, so I'll drag along Scully. And that was five versus five? Okay. A difficult course, course persuasion test. Yay. Okay, so uh, you're way sort of moving the beer under his nose and sort of uh, enjoying it in front of him, and you, you do the whole backslapping routine, and uh, mm-hmm. you can see him slowly. You can see your your sweet beer-tinted <laughs> arguments wearing him down ever so slowly, and he goes, well, you're right. It would be bad if we ended up dry on, on, on a march, or if we need further assistance, that's bad. And, um, Sip my beer when he says that. Yeah. Suppose <laughs> you are, you're, I mean, you're important to our expedition. It would be bad if you hurt yourself. So I, I, I should follow you and make oh, sure that you don't do well, anything not, stupid. Not follow. I mean, lead us. Lead, I mean, you've, you've been out there. Yes, 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 lead. Of course, that's what I meant. <laughs> Let me just get my helmet. And my tankard, and uh, <laughs> picking stuff up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thinking about this, we probably have a wagon, because if we do find something, we need to bring it back. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. Fror is on the wagon. Is it, is it a smaller wagon that you're pulling yourself, so do you have uh, an animal with you? Um, you know what? This is going to be a cart. This is going to be a large cart we're pulling we're ourselves. Having an animal go, go crazy, you know, not a good idea. Besides, we can tilt it up and use it for, use it for a shield if we need to. <laughs> the animals are too valuable to use for shields. All right, so he suits up and mm-hmm. uh, you know slaps you on the shoulder and says, "All right, this way." All right, you, you uh, walk past the sentries and and the skull is just nodding to them. Go, uh, goes, uh, uh, "Special assignment, important stuff. Out of my way." And uh, you know they nod and uh, and the wagon goes on by. Creak, creak, yes. creak, creak. <laughs> Hi ho! No, 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 no. <laughs> at which point Skull is going to look back at you with a, an extremely incensed uh, expression like oh, said you know what you were doing <laughs> yeah, okay uh, so uh, back in the darkness of the, the lake lake adjacent uh, tunnels which after a moment opens up into uh, a sort of mess of, uh, of uh, side passages equally littered with goblin stuff and as you w- make your way into them, you can you can hear a distant sort of creaking and these sort of venomous, snarling voices in the distance. They're too faint to make out what they're saying. It's too faint to make out what anyone's saying, but you can definitely tell that uh, somewhere further ahead, there's uh, there are goblins and possibly some sort of little camp. And uh, every every now and then, you, you hear a, a faint sort of echoing mewling as well, which does not sound like goblin uh, a what mewling i'm sorry i don't know what that is to mule is to sort of whine or or moan oh like, moaning okay as if it needed to be creepier 
<laughs> it's not a ghostly moan. It's it's more like someone who is in pain, a pitiful person who is in pain somewhere further ahead. Yeah, now you're just gonna make me sad. <laughs> um, there are no rattling of chains. There's nothing like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe, but not in that way. Not in the sort of. So, like you and whatever scouts you need, maybe go get a quick look at what we're up against, and then come back and let us know. Absolutely. Do we take Ty along or not? That, that's that's the tricky part. Ah, yes. He looks terrified, but but definitely pepped by your pep talk. Okay, we'll we'll take Ty and Frumi, and and we'll all fan out and scout. Uh, but by fan out, I don't mean like hundreds of yards apart. I mean like. 10 yards. So we, we get a little bit more coverage, but worst case scenario, if we need to sign or whisper to each other, we still can. All right. Now, there's some faint light further ahead. So uh, if you want to not bring torches or something, that works. Absolutely. You can still see, you can still see the tunnels well enough not to stumble into crevices and stuff. But Ahead of you is is kind of there, there are these sort of three snaking natural tunnels that slope gently upward. They all have some sort of sort of luminescence toward the end, but it's not sure that they're they don't appear to be pointing toward the same space. And this place, this, these noises could be ca- coming from any of the three directions. Bad acoustics here. Well, it looks like we we, we need to split up here. No heroics. You find anything strange, you quietly back off and you tell the prince. Everyone come back in a, in a few minutes, and uh, we'll compare notes. Um, I guess I'll take the bottom tunnel, says um, Frumi. And, and I will shove Ty towards the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab the uh, other branch. All right. So yours is in a, an ever so slightly wandering direction. It doesn't quite lead to the same space, the other two. But how about you give me a stealth test? Sure. It's a versus test, so uh, I'm going to roll against you. If you succeed, you're you're going to come upon uh, something unannounced. If you fail, then you or someone else is going to be discovered. Stealth, 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 stealthy is a B three. I need a routine, so how can how can I make this a routine? Uh, if I roll poorly and you roll well. <laughs> Okay, that sounds like I need to dump a persona into it then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rolling three dice. Well, I I would love to uh, fork in tunnel-wise and uh, burn a persona so I have five versus your three. Okay. Because uh, that sounds like magic. (laughs) Survey says I have one success. (laughs) All right, roll Oh, and I have two successes. No, no, I don't. Those are threes, not fours. Uh, I don't have a single success. So you do, in fact, make your way. I sneak poorly, but they listen the worse. <laughs> yes. You know why? Because they are embroiled in in a vicious uh, back and forth over what to do. And, and it's like, well, we were routed. We have to go now. The dwarves could be on our trail. And, and uh, someone else is going, I'm not leaving my charges here. That would be lunacy. And, and um, someone else is swearing at them to, you know, come to decision quickly. And uh, you can hear uh, the moaning coming uh, from that direction also. And this is sort of when you come to the lip of the, the where the luminescence is. And you're peering down as from a, a shelf 
into a kind of natural cavern that's been accommodated by dwarves of old to be a kind of storeroom. Uh, you can see that there are two other entrances below. Inside is a kind of rack, a, a wreckage of, of broken stuff, dwarf stuff. Uh, some of it is sodden and soggy and, and messy. There's lichen on the walls. Uh, and uh, here you see four goblins arguing among themselves. Uh, and in a corner, there's some torture equipment sort of makeshift torture, equi- torture equipment, a rack, uh, some some stuff. You see uh, some chained, three chained uh, dwarven scouts, and one is on the rack, and um, one of the goblins is, is sort of absent-mindedly turning the rack chain, so the dwarf is ever so slightly more extended as he's arguing. It's, it's sort of like he's sort of torturing him without even looking. That's not really a professional way to torture anyone. <laughs> As much as I'd like to be the big damn hero, in Burning Wheel, four against one will get you murdered. Maybe. I mean, uh, we could do a quick, you know, bloody versus if you want to be heroic and just hurl yourself yourself down and and, um, start (laughs) whipping the axe about. You have uh, the element of surprise. Er, Damn it, but that would be going against my own orders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel sorry for the the dwarf on the rack, because I probably know them all personally. (laughs) We will hurriedly make our way back to the uh, intersection, and hopefully the other two scouts have shown up. Ty is waiting for you there. Um, Frumi is late. Ty is like, uh, did you see anything? I found some of the dwarves, but also found a handful of goblins. If I grab the other axe bearers, we can get in there and rescue them. I need you, pointing right at his nose... To go see where <laughs> Frumi is. Don't oh, be a wow. hero. Just go and report back where he is. But, uh, you won't attack before I'm back, right? Actually, I plan to attack while you're out, because if nothing else, we'll provide you a wonderful distraction. So I'll go back. Oh, oh, all right, then. All right, so okay. go, d- go down the branch that Frumi went down and find out what's taking him so long. Don't do anything stupid. I, I got it. I got it. He says, this like, he says, scout doesn't mean hero. Ignore what I do. (laughs) Okay, and I rush back to the prince. Sir, I found some of the dwarves, but there's a handful of goblins, so I wasn't ready to take them on by myself. Frumi and Ty are out scouting one of the other tunnels. I think we need to move quickly. They're torturing them as we speak. All right, let's go. (laughs) Prince, man of action, love it. What's Slate doing now that you're you're sort of moving toward up toward... um I, I guess you're moving with your axe bears up toward uh, the the storeroom. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what's Slate doing? Just following or hanging back? Or I was actually trying to figure that out. Since giving him a weapon would be a very not good idea, considering he doesn't know how to use one. Oh, you got that crossbow. It might be slightly malfunctioning, but... You got the arbalest, but the thing is he the doesn't know how to shoot the arbalest. Okay, you can figure out how to shoot the, shoot the arbalest. It's just going to be a little tricky. And even if you don't have arrows for it, Dwarven Arbalest actually shoots stones as well. So if you can find some nice rocks, you have am- am- ammunition. We're in a cave. I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, did, it did occur to me when Dirk said that I probably need to be back in the reserve, so... Oh, yeah. I don't know where that would be exactly. 
So, th- so they're heading up there. Am I just like hanging back by myself? When we get up to the entrance to this storeroom, if I leave you at the entrance as we charge in and you've got you, our uh, back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Got your back. He says with food in his mouth. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Donkey Dog wants the, is that Flint chewing on some uh, some uh, some uh, whey rations. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Okay, well that that sounds good. I mean, all right. I'll... So you, you pick some, you can pick some stones and and uh, load the arbalest and and stand there waiting, like in the back, in case something goes wrong. Waiting and aiming. <laughs> I'm right. not letting them out of my sight. <laughs> well, as long as I can see them, anyway. All right, so uh, would you like to make this a kind of ambush thing? In that case, a new stealthy test should be made, uh, since you now have clanking axe bearers with you. Uh, it just so happens, on that last stealth test, I went up to B4, because I needed a routine. Excellent. Burning Wheel dictates that the slowest, dumbest, uh, shortest, least <laughs> skilled is the one to roll in any test where more pe- more more than one person is involved. So um, I'm helping. <laughs> I'm not sure you can help a beginner's luck test. Let's see. Does Flint actually have any sort of stealthy traits that we could uh, work in? Oh, traits that are stealthy. No, actually, I have swaggering <laughs> and jumping. <laughs> you succeeded already. So you're going to be, they're not going to discover you, right? This will go under let it ride, right? And the, the situation hasn't changed enough. For, for you know you to be discovered really yeah if I can lend tunnel wise or something like that saying watch step here that shale it's loose I'll, I'll, I'll give whoever's testing probably Fandral uh, an advantage die for having Flint there I'm not gonna it's not gonna be an extra test for Flint but uh, okay. since he's there and knows I, where the goblins are right doing, you, you have doing my scouty stuff yes so Fandral okay. beginners like stealth I guess based on speed uh, yes uh, the obstacle, I think, is going to be two, because these goblins are arguing amongst themselves and uh, not keeping much a lookout. Uh, it's going to be doubled, of course, four, uh, mm-hmm. but it's going gonna, it's gonna to count as uh, a test toward opening, opening stealthy. Mm-hmm. Your speed is, what, four? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 My plan would expert. be we try to go quietly to where we think we're probably not going to be overheard and then we just run you can yes, because of course <laughs> I, don't, I don't see us being stealthy and sneaking up on no, them. i don't see you sneaking in with axes bared into this crabbed storeroom <laughs> start slitting people's throats while they're standing there talking no, um, i was hoping we could at least get to the doorway and then burst in but we may not even be able to do that with our. You succeed. You're in a perfect position for a for a rush ambush. If you don't succeed, then they uh, hear you and are able to react. They're forewarned, so to speak. I'm, I'm going to give you a helping speed die from your axe bearers. They're beginners like people too, in this case. So you have one extra die at least. And do I get one from uh, Flint? Yes. So I get six. All right. That's doable. Wow. Dice roll is not working for me, so I'm using real no. dice. Excellent. Yeah, but that's not good. That's two. Okay. With one six. We'll see if we can get lucky and get run of sixes here, but... Nope, I got three successes. All right. So, uh, you're approaching, and of course, uh, inevitably, even though you have the aid of Flint, someone's axe 
butts against someone else's axe and and one of the other axe bears goes be quiet you be quiet and then you know someone shoves the other guy um, that's when I go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you hear like hey did you hear something yeah the jig is up well then i i guess uh brute force and show of arms will win the day can't can't be any worse than a horde of tentacles quick get your weapons from the, the storeroom I had. Okay, I'm assuming that this isn't the only entrance? There are two, at least, that you could see. Because I, I definitely want to cut off their escape route. Uh, that is more important to me at this time than actually murdering them, because we got plenty of axe bearers and the prince, so <laughs> these guys are in serious mortal danger. But that I, may be tough. There's at least there's at least one uh, and uh, one aperture into the storeroom that you can't account for. Possibly it's connected to the tunnel that Ty and um, Frumi went down. Well, I do what I can. You know, it says I, I I just don't want them to rush out and and sound the alert to the other goblins. Th- that's my intended goal in, in, in the mass chaos that is combat. You would rather cut off their escape route instead of like r- rushing in and, and killing all of them, you're rushing past them to maybe bar the other... Absolutely. Or if I see one that's run in three stands, he'll get the axe in the back. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I'd say that's your own little test, right? I'd say that's a speed test versus whatever they uh, they want to do, right? If they realize that you're cutting them off, they're going to want to not want you to do that. <laughs> That'll work. For uh, Dirk, I guess it's axe with the helping dice from your uh, axe bearers, I guess, if you want to chop them down. Sure. So I'm giving you two helping dice for your, your axe bearers. Let's, let's do Flint's speedy thing first. Go ahead and, and uh, pick up your speed dice, and I'm going to pick up the goblin's speed dice and helping each other. I'm going to Looks burn like my five. last persona, because uh, this is kind of important. So it gets me up to five. And I've got four successes and a six. Hold on. Uh, I, uh, okay. I, I rolled one success. So uh, you are winning. There's no problem. You you can just blast past the three, quote-unquote, right. guarding the entrance. They're too busy gawping at the uh, axe bearers, <laughs> and the prince, you know, rushing at them axes high. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to really notice you, you sort of slip past and, and rush off and cut off the uh, escape route. That'll work. Let's go to Fandral. All right. So that's your axe and two extra dice, and you want to cut them down. And uh, you know they really, really want to live. So um, too bad. They're, yeah, they're, they quickly realize that they're horribly outnumbered, and so they want to essentially just cut a path to freedom. I want to stop them from breathing. Yes, and you want to stop them. <laughs> of course you do. Let's see, I'm gonna roll five, five dice, eight. Mm. Two, I get. I have two successes. I have five and uh, one six if I need it. Uh you know, since it's a versus test about intent, there's no point in exploding. You, uh, you and your experts uh, expertly prevent their desperate bid for freedom through your ranks. Get that one. He's running. <laughs> <laughs> Axe goes flying. Chunk. You know, he's uh, hit between the shoulder blades and just goes splat. They spit and snarl and, and uh, you know, wail in terror, but uh, they're cut down. All right. So, Slate, you want to look after the, the prisoners here? We'll leave, like, uh, an axe bearer with Slate, and uh, let's find Froomey. I can do that. 
Okay, so Slate, the scout on the rack looks really, he looks like he's in bad shape. And the thongs they've used to tie him to the rack uh, are these sort of nasty, sinewy strings full of, of metal barbs. And they've sort of dug into his wrists and his, uh, and his uh, ankles. You're going to have to do something to get him off without accidentally hurting him more and possibly killing him. He he looks really badly, you know, in a bad way. He's pale. He's uh, sweating, and and uh, he probably has a fever. How is it wrapped? I mean, is it like? God dang it! I don't know torture devices. Damn it! Um, <laughs> so we have to work on that. <laughs> I'm seeing if they're wrapped around or just pushed in. They have been wrapped around, but because he's been stretched, right? They have been pushed in by the the tension of extending him. It's like the goblin equivalent of barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well. I need to unstretch him first. Unfortunately, it's just like I said. I don't know torture devices. Is it clockwise <laughs> or counterclockwise? No, if, if it's like Moses got catch, there's a catch holding it, holding it in place. He's got to un- undo the catch, and that would relieve the tension. I'll undo the catch very slowly, then just kind of <laughs> ease it back into place. Um, a little bit at a time. You know, uh, to do this right, I think you need to test something like chirurgy or anatomy or something similar. Um, this is not hurt him in the process. Yeah, this is medicine, so yeah, it, it could be like maybe some of the barbs or and sinew are the only thing that are keeping him from bleeding out because they're yes. under pressure. Could be anatomy, could be chirurgy. I, I say it, it's it's chirurgy. Uh, you could you could fork in anatomy, absolutely. So to get him loose without hurting him further is an ob three. Courage is five. So yes. uh, it's a routine test with uh, your fork. Six. That's not high spell. Six. So yeah, three successes. Uh, you rolled uh, six dice. Mm, I rolled four. You should have rolled or six. five rather. You should have rolled six if you fork okay. in. Um, Let me get rid of that roll then, because apparently no, just, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Just roll you one more die. die. <laughs> okay. Was it good? Yes, it was a five. So how many four, fives, and sixes do you have? Four. Then that is a success. You do, in fact, apply proper pressure. Maybe you tie off some of, uh, like one wrist. So uh, you know when you loosen the the barbed sinewy stuff, uh, it, you know he doesn't start immediately bleeding out. It's like woohoo! One success for each limb. He appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he still looks like he's in bad shape, but at least he's not dead. The other uh, scouts, you know, when you rush in and, and hack up the rest, uh, and they realize that you know they're being rescued, they they uh, you know look up with sort of malnourished hollow eyes and uh, just say, "Vandal Prince, um, there are more of us further in the, in the tunnels. The the goblins they they brought a bunch of us. Uh, they took a bunch of us. And and little Ty, we don't know what happened to little Ty. Uh, he's with us. There there was a a surfacer dwarf. I think his name was Torer or something. We 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 went into the tunnels with him, and then uh, when when the goblins came, he slipped away. The bastard! He may still be out there. I don't know if if uh, he means us ill or or good or what, but um, you may want to keep an eye out. Yes, we'll deal with him. Well, hopefully, he's just trying to protect his hide, but we'll find the answer when we find him. They they don't appear to be too poorly off. They, you know, they haven't had food for uh, a couple of days. That's it, and they're you know just tied up. They've been tortured, but not nearly as bad as the guy on the rack. 
Okay, Damn goblins, so... they did it just for fun. But they weren't after information? No, it's, it's, they don't have any sense in their little bony heads. They're goblins. <laughs> that explains everything. I have, I have a feeling that maybe they were saving us for something worse. I don't know what. Well, it doesn't look like they were fattening you up. We'll call that a lucky <laughs> uh, b- blessing. What do you mean? Uh, never mind that. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to, uh, at least Flint needs to head back to the uh, fork in the tunnel to see if uh, Ty and uh, Frumi have shown up. Yeah, all of you are going except for one axe bearer and, and um, Slate, who's fixing the, uh, the rack dwarf. Give a few of our extra weapons to the... The scouts that are left there. Oh, yeah. Injured. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I, I imagine they've been uh, truly robbed. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. That's something they grumble about, too. Like, the dwarves, the, the goblins took all their, their weapons and stuff when they fled. So, yeah, you, you return down to the little fork. When you return, uh, Ty and, and Frume come out of the darkness as well. They look a bit um, excited, actually. Excited? Okay. Yeah. Ah, good. You're uh, you're okay. Thought goblins may have got you. Ty is like, well, Fr- Frumi might have bought it. Uh, actually, he was he was just standing there in wonderment. You should see it. It's glorious. It's some kind of gate. Hmm. Gate, eh? The Doom Gate. Show me. Oh yes, yes. And and Frumi, uh, you know, uh, goes. Oh, I, I, it's it's marvelous. You should see it. It's like the old masters coming to life before your eyes. Uh, you know, clanking away into the tunnel, and uh, it leads into a kind of um, cramped natural chamber that's been, well, okay, it's not natural. It's mostly natural, but then it's been smoothed a little. Uh, and it slopes up uh, with a kind of uh, stair, uh, and at the top of the stairs is this, I want to say oblong, but now I'm not sure what that shape is. That's embarrassing. Never mind, it's some kind of door shape. Oblong works. <laughs> oblong works, if, if you're thinking like uh, the, the monolith from uh, 2001. Sure, except uh, it's not so uh, oblong. Uh, uh, you know, it, it's sort of uh, rounded uh, at the top. It's a door shape. Door shape, except it's sort of, you know, the door shape that is that looks like a digit, right? Uh, a finger uh, instead of like a, a, a square door. It's not an actual door, yes. It's like an arch, yes. It's not a door, though. It's It, it just looks like a door. Uh, the outline of it is like, it's like someone reshaped mineral mineral deposits in the stone in a way that they make shapes and swirls and and almost like a a, a primitive runic presentment an image right it's like uh, you know you have lines and uh, and, and swirls uh, of of brighter uh, crystalline mineral in a darker sort of uh, granity surface and surrounding so when you come up to it with your torches, those those crystalline shapes sort of light up, and it's almost like uh, they give off a kind of shimmer. And it's vaguely reminiscent of some of the door pictures back in the Golden Hall. Well, Flint will put his hand on on, on the uh, edge of the archway. Uh, he's got a ton of wise. He goes, you could almost feel the elemental magic it took to make this, to make the stone flow into these wonderful patterns. Indeed. It's, in fact, pretty magnificent. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Can can we just auto-drool for a little bit? (laughs) Because I I don't know. I must have it will apply. (laughs) 
anyone who has craftsmanship as a greed idiom. Hmm, I think that's me. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes, craftsmanship. <laughs> and beauty. <laughs> I suppose beauty might work too, yes. Uh, and the prince should have beauty at least, right? Yeah. It's also yeah, well. I mean, as a thing, it's full of valuables. So, yeah, uh, I'd like all of you to make a steel test. Hesitation or... Just hesitation, yes. Or uh, if your greed exponent is higher than your hesitation, then it's against uh, your greed. That's yeah, what I was expecting. Where's my hesitation? Yeah, well, but Slate's not there, am I correct? Slate's back. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not there. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, you are <laughs> completely correct. <laughs> you are busy. You feel the compulsion. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the compulsion to roll a die, and I don't know why. <laughs> Oh my god, this dwarf, he's perfect. <laughs> god. <laughs> the craftsmanship. <laughs> well, I got three twos and two sixes, so I, I just stand there and marvel. Uh, it's steel, though, and that means that your sixes open end by default. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose I could be stupidly lucky. Let's see what happens. No, I'm up to three. Yeah, I got four successes only. So you can either stand and drool and be like, whoa. Well, this, this is definitely stand and drool worthy. Yes, it takes yeah. a while to soak in mm. this marvel. Yeah. Or you can go with I must have it and then you'll, you'll have to like, uh, <laughs> take, take a hatchet to, to all the, the glorious, uh, stuff. I can yeah, see that everybody else is going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> door. It's a bit impractical. I, I think Flint just, uh, raised his greed. Is that correct? Uh, well, how does that work? Uh, well, it's it's a steel test, and uh, you failed it. So that means that the margin of failure is the number of actions that you just stand and drool if you choose it. Okay. Or if you choose that, that's, that you must have it, which that, would be perhaps a bit odd. So for three actions, he just sits there and just touches the stone. It's like, whoa, look how this flows. <laughs> this is a powerful magic to craft this. Now, the fact that you were called to make a steel test for this magnificence is grounds for earning a routine greed test. Now, Fandral has his routine category full, so it doesn't really matter for him. But I believe that Flint recently raised his greed from two to three or three to... Actually, maybe you didn't. That was my wishful thinking, I think. Could have been. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was old Kel that raised. It was old, I'm, I'm mixing you two up. That's okay. We're like twins. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, yeah, you, can, you can barely tell the difference between the two of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and your uh, your uh, routine category is also full, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so you're both like, ooh, you know, thing, stuff. Capital T thing. And there's there's the same kind of woe from the the axe bearers. As the, there's this just this moment of silence as everyone takes in the gravity and the the glory that is this presumed portal. Now you don't see that every day. In fact, you probably haven't seen it for an awful long time. Probably nobody has seen it for like a century and a half. And some of the experts haven't ever seen anything like it. They're too young. So as I try try to shake the stars out of my head, I start looking around. Has this door been opened recently, or is there dust right up to the uh, is, the base of it? Is not, 
there does not appear to be any uh, indication of use other than the fact that if you look down to the, on the floor, there's certainly there's certainly been a, a disturbance of, of the gravel and sediment and stuff on the stone. But uh, you would hazard a guess if you would have a hazard a guess, it would you would probably guess that um, the, the goblins oh, yeah. did not like the unholy radiance from it or the you know the glorious radiance from it. Didn't didn't dare approach. Maybe they're as dumb as we thought. Okay, so, well, I'll, I'll definitely let the prince know. Ah, this door hasn't been opened for centuries. I don't think the goblins and our scouts came this way. All right. Uh, see, they said there were still more scouts captured. That only leaves one other tunnel. Yeah, let's go. As I reluctantly look at the, the gate. And... <laughs> Can't take it with me. <laughs> I don't suppose you have that stone with you, do you? Oh, of course. I'm not, like, I'm going to leave that. <laughs> it doesn't happen to be a, a stone-shaped hole in, the, in that thing. Nobody's looked for one. Yeah, if we had time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm going to say this so totally out of character, but I, I, I just want to say it so it isn't forgotten. I'm willing to bet if you look at the patterns on the stone in your hand, you can find some place to match it to the elaborate mineral deposits. So it's like... A puzzle piece. That's going to be my guess. But we'll figure out how that happens in-game. We've got scouts to rescue. Yes, let's go. As we cut cruelly back to Ulfkel. That's Todd making it (laughs) tunnel-wise. It's bloody dark here. Can we turn more light on, Scully? Quiet. Quiet. Okay, okay, okay. They could come at you from any direction. And, you know, he's he's (laughs) completely on... He's completely tense, and his eyes are all bugged wide, and you know his beard is on end. And um, we probably got the re- we probably got the red lens in on our little lantern, so it's, it's a red light that doesn't spoil your night vision. Oh, and he's just going on and on, sort of blathering quietly to you about <laughs> you know all his experiences in the tunnels, and every time you go out, you're on borrowed time, and uh, and it's not helping your apprentices. It's lucky that you, you took the. The brawny bunch instead of the brainy bunch. Otherwise, you would have had um, just the brainy bunch. <laughs> I remember back bunch. in the Goblin War. <laughs> and anytime we come to like an opening, I you know hold the lantern up and start reading the rune, like a sign, like saying what this place was. Do you have Holdwise? I don't think I do. So uh, <laughs> does Scully yeah, uh, have Holdwise? <laughs> you know, he's, no, no, no. he's keeping an eye out to make sure that you're not overrun by goblins, which he assures you uh, breathe fire as well as spit caustic uh, vomit, which will blind you. I nudge one of the apprentices. Don't believe it. Where he, you know, it's it doesn't burn your eyes that much. He pulls up. Uh, you know, he he rolls up one of his sleeves and, and shows a, a horrid burn mark, and he says, "Is this a lie? Would you call me a liar? Have you gone down the path?" Have you crossed oh. your axis, axis with the vile, venom-spitting fiends of the Underdark? Under something. Underway. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we have fought goblins. We were there. Oh, not these goblins. goblins. And yeah, he goes off on a tirade about the extreme horrors of... Um, Dire goblins. <laughs> the, yes, the real goblins. Like, these are, you know, not proper goblins. You should have been in the Goblin Wars and blah, 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 blah. I lean forward and say, I was in the Goblin Wars. Should have been at the front lines of the Goblin Wars. You know, he's always <laughs> one up <laughs> <with> you. <laughs> I have to have to dial back now because now I want to now I want to spout various war stories about the you know, 
and to the belittle, belittle <laughs> Ulfkel uh, for being at the back lines with his beer and <laughs> in anyway. the quartermaster corps, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my perception is B six. So basically, that's we're going to open it up. A whole uh, okay, uh, let's let's uh, go back. You wanted to find some signs that you were on the right way. I presume. Yes. Uh, you, yeah, yeah. Maybe you yeah. want to find uh, one of the outer breweries. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Let's make that an ob two. Hold wines. All right. So that's going to be a, a, actually an ob four because it's op- being opened up. If you so succeed, uh, great. Uh, if you fail, uh, you will have found a different trouble. place. Trouble. Yeah, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. One, two, three, four, five, and two of number sixes. Where's my while to pop them? No. Okay, I set so the I got, obstacle, so yeah. So do we actually find signs of where the brewery should be? Indeed. Uh, uh, you uh, turn into uh, some abandoned out um, hold and uh, passing through various you know, uh, domiciles or whatever you want to call them and uh, craftsmen's quarters. You pretty quickly find all the telltale signs of, yeah, this is exactly where they would put a brewery. And as you uh, turn into those tunnels, you know, it opens up into this grand uh, space with a dilapidated, uh, broken down grand brewery. Well, it, it, of course, it has to be in the industrial section of the of the suburbs. <laughs> I'm looking at the sign. It's I can barely read it, but it says not weed. Not weed. What? That's the name of the brewery. I'm just naming it, and I'm calling it Knotweed. No, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally uh, vetoing that. It says okay. Paul Brewery. Paul? But you think some lesson, you, you think there's a letter missing, a rune or something. But is it spelt with the extra L? Uh, no, it's just a regular P-A-L. Pal. The runic equivalent. And you think there's a letter missing before. Uh, basically, basically, keep it from being Paul, it's now Pal. Oh, 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 Opal. Ah, Opal. <laughs> you say you're saying Paul, but unfortunately in English that we would call that pal. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Opal. Okay. Hmm. Go, yeah, but Charlie, I don't know if runes actually have capitalization or not. They probably don't. So <laughs> no. it's all caps. It's all caps all in one row. <laughs> <laughs> go to the entrance and shine a light inside and see what's there. It's completely dead and dark and lightless and the lamplight crawls over the forgotten and misused and, and uh, piled uh, tools and barrels, broken barrels and bits of Cooper cooperage. Or no, if they're made out of brass, they're still good. They're probably rusted and, and, and iron. Yeah. This is not this is not going to be the dry place in the around here. <laughs> in fact, you probably hear a drip somewhere, and uh, there's almost uh, this sort of crawling little mist. As well, uh, and it's extra chilly down here. I slap Kaim on the back and say, "Go and take a look." Oh, well, then. Is there, <laughs> you know, Waltz is in there. This is the tall guy, right? Which means we take the we take the pony cake off his back first. Yeah, so he, so he, he hefts so his, his apprentice's Cooper hammer and starts going into the into the greater um, ruin right, space. Well, yeah. Get, With his lantern, yes, of course, yes. In his, in his, uh, in his offhand, holding around. See any spiders? You know, big ones, about six, about four foot tall. Don't see any spiders. Why would there be spiders? 
Well, always checking. They they love these kind of places. I sort of <laughs> I sort of know this, you know, Spider Breaker of Marvel after all. <laughs> this one is like eye and long, long hairy legs. The horror. I'm sorry, but <laughs> just between skull, you know, God, <laughs> terrorizing these poor princesses. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm sure the tail will get taller by the time they get back. Uh, Scully enlarges upon all of the, that stuff and does not help at all. But uh, Keem appears to not have any particular trouble. He, you know, calls back after a while. He, you know, he vanishes a little. It's, a, it's a, almost a huge uh, space, almost a long haul of stuff. He goes behind some vats and stuff, so uh, you can still see the light of his tor- his lamp. And then he calls away like, oh, b- found something. Don't know what to make of it. I, I look at Scully, look at the other two, and um, uh, I'll tell um, Fror, you, you guard the wagon. We'll be back. If we need you, we'll call you, we'll call you in. I'll so. stay here, says Scully. You never know when those goblins come and ambush you from the back. All right. So I'll take uh, Rudy, and we'll head in, head over to where the light is. So uh, you make your way uh, in, and uh, you find... Keem standing over uh, what appears to be two uh, pretty much clean-picked uh, sets of dwarven bones. They're uh, draped in uh, uh, these sort of moldy, rotting, finery-type clothes. And it mm. appears that one dwarf has stabbed the other in the belly, and the other has cleft the other's head, and they've fallen over together. And then some debris has, have, has fallen over them. You can see a clan insignia on one of them, the dagger person. A ring, right. What, what, what clan is it? It's a Gotterdam ring. Mm. I, I squat down, look at very, look at him very carefully, t- you know, look around for a stave or something like that, and then poke them just to make sure they don't move after being poked. <laughs> <laughs> is it Rudy? He's like, really? You the, don't the know, lad. <laughs> <laughs> so after all, Flint with his horrific ghost story. <laughs> <laughs> He's too daft. <laughs> I, I reach over and uh, take the ring off. I guess it's just more like li- li- shaking and it, the, the fingers fall out. Then I look at the other other one. Does he have a ring on his, on his uh, you know, we separate the bodies and we check and see if there's any. You don't see anything obvious. You could dig through his, his clothing. Check his pockets. We'll keep them separate. We keep them separate as much as we can because I'll probably need to tell Flint that I uh, found a relative. <laughs> Okay. In fact, uh, I, I, I look around for a, I look around for a, lar- a largest box and, and tell Rudy put the bones in, put those bones in that box and we'll put these bones in another box. They deserve a proper burial. Shouldn't we focus on getting the brewing stuff? Well, the box will fit inside of a vat. Dwarf bones inside. Well, all right, well. <laughs> We're going to have to clean them anyway. <laughs> Would you like to have the first first shot at it? <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. It sounds very <laughs> sacred. So yeah, I go through their guys' pockets or bags or whatever. You know. Okay, uh, you know, you find uh, around its neck, around its bony neck, obscured by the clothing, uh, which is not fun to poke around since it's sort of slimy and slick and full of mold and and. Coming up, coming apart. Well, I got that what stave. Left of it. I got Yum. that stave, so you know, yes. scrape, scrape, scrape. Yep. He has a, an amulet around his neck, which is mostly uh, mostly gold, uh, and the insignia on that is not something that you immediately recognize. Mm. But I suppose you could try to do a clan history test if you wish to 
identify it? Sure, I can open another skill up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what? A perception skill? Uh, whoa. Again, with five successes. Another uh, Yeah, it was going to be an op two anyway, So, which would be four, which is, if you have five so, successes, then... I recognize it. Yes, it's it's definitely you know as as far as you know this is an heirloom of the Opal clan. All right. Well, we give them in we give them the boxes and I and I'll put everything you know at least anything that isn't slimy in the boxes with them. Who okay? Who stabbed who? The uh, Gotterdam uh, ringed dwarf stabbed the uh, axe holding Opal. Dude. Yeah, we make sure the appropriate weapons go in the appropriate box, and then uh, I'll, I'll tell Rudy to take the boxes out to uh, to the wagon while we look around and see if we can find a, a usable. We need a we need a brew of that, and we need some fer- fermentation barrels. Going that to sounds open? like scavenging. Yep. <laughs> All right. What's my obstacle in this one? This is going to have to be the final test for the evening. Yes, or the morning rather. The day. Uh, <laughs> the day. All right. So, what's what's my, what's my obstacle on this? Yeah, hard to find items, definitely. So, I'd say it's all but three. Up uh, three, doubled, of course, because I'm opening up. So, I need to yes. be, I need to beat a six. Ooh, this time I. But I, uh, do I want you to try re-roll that six? I'll spend a fate on it. Okay. Uh, How many successes got, do you have I, already? I got two. So, you never know. A four. Hey, but not enough. Only halfway there. So I guess we don't find anything useful. I guess uh, that fate though goes perception. Perception, yes. So basically, everything here is just trash. <clears throat> is it? I should have. I should have uh, given you so, a sort of failure condition before. Well, I, mean, I was. I was sort of saying it. This place is way too moist. It's really. Chances are, it's everything's gonna be so mildewed or rotten that it's not even worth it. Surprisingly, there are some things that are not completely ruined, probably mm-hmm. due to extreme lost dwarven arts in creating materials. However, mm-hmm. it's not really that you don't find stuff; it's that you don't find enough intact things to really make a big difference. And it takes a while. And in your rummaging through these, the store, um, mm-hmm. you draw the attention of something, which we're going to find out next time. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. So now we don't have time. You're starting to get more cliffhangery. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the best way to do it. All Can kinds of cliffhangers on all kinds of fronts. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's let's quickly hop on to Art Awards. I guess since we had uh, Ulfkill right here, let's see. You did, in fact, reproduce the brew. Yes. With the um, stuff you had. So that is a Persona point. And uh, you did go looking for supplies in the outer gallery, so that is a fate point. Uh, you didn't really have any other big things happen. But I'll give you an embodiment Persona just because I'm generous. I think that's fun. Hopping over to Slate. Yes? You did in fact recover the Arbalest. It's, it's not delivered yet, so perhaps, yeah, well, there's not going to be any more testing on, in that situation, so you have it. So that that is a persona point earned for finding the Arbalest for Bruna. Yeah, I got four. You found the scouts. You haven't escorted them back to camp yet, though, and that could be problematic. So you get a fate point for, for finding the scouts. Yay! Yay! I got them. one fate point. <laughs> okay, let's hop on over to Fadral. 
Da, 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 da. Flint did not die against the cave beast. For zona point. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for thinking about me. <laughs> You also found the missing scouts. Persona point. You have possibly found a way into Scoria. You don't know yet. So, no, nothing there. Not a fate. Not even a fate. You didn't test anything. You didn't, you didn't drive any. It was really happenstance, and that's really my fault. But I wanted the door to come into play. <laughs> so, um, that's on my, no, on it's, my it's, end. It, it, it's, 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 it's the smoking arbalest. It'll show up again. <laughs> okay, let's hop on over to Flint. I believe I actually found some scouts, which is in there somewhere. Yes, Fine. but there's a persona point. You seem to have found... Oh, okay, find the secret of the entrance. You haven't done that. Yeah. You haven't even tried. I'm, I'm task-focused. I'm working on the scouts. <laughs> yes. I'll give you an embodiment, though. You, you had some, some blathering and um, <laughs> stuff. Yay, points for blather. So an embodiment is fate or persona? One persona, one persona. Okay, so how about the workhorse character? The mm. person who slaves away behind the scenes and has the right skill and stuff. Or gear. Can, can I be greedy and say, well, uh, it was Flint who took took the brunt of the beast and uh, drove it back, with, with the help of the prince, of course. <laughs> and also the one who did the uh, the stealthiness uh, in, in the goblins, even if the prince wasn't stealthy. <laughs> Maybe that's more of an MVP award. What? We can we can work it either way. Uh, also, workhorse is totally Ufkel going off on his own and convincing uh, Scully to uh, come along. So that way, when he gets murdered, uh, he'll have someone to help him. I'm not allowed to vote, but if if I could, I'd probably nominate Slate for the numerous helping and oh, and making sure, sure. sure the yeah. the scout didn't yeah. die. Oh yeah, yeah that that's that's important. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is is that what you want to vote? Sure. Yes. Workhorse persona sure. for Slate. Okay, so one more for Slate. MVP, then. Most valuable player. Damn, we couldn't have done it without him. Uh, that, in that case, I put. I definitely was go back to fl- see Flint's set. Yep, Flint. Yep, yep. Yay. Then that's that's that for this time's uh, Arta Awards. Da, 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 da. Yay. Well, lovely wife is... Uh uh, gone and cooked, so I am going to skedaddle and instant. Oh, chill, chill. And the dog says, Oh, someone must have invited some company. So <laughs> I'll catch y'all later. All right. Good. Uh, I hear Todd breathing. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> I'm Swedish. I have a higher uh, say versus taxes. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.